At the current moment in time, Joel Embiid is the best basketball player in the universe. Daryl Morey, please, I beg you, do not waste this Joel Embiid. Perfect. Perfect. What is going on, everybody? RB here. Welcome back on into Philly Take with RB. Look, if you're looking for up-to-date, consistent Sixers coverage 24-7 every single day leading up to the NBA trade deadline, you have come to the right place. News and rumors, analysis, live stream, play-by-play, all the Sixers coverage you are looking for is right here. Be sure to hit the like button and subscribe to the channel and hit the notification bell so you get updated and you keep helping us grow. Today, we are back And the Philadelphia 76ers welcomed the Sacramento Kings to town last night. The Sixers take them down in a nail-biter, which was pretty surprising. I thought it could be a close game, but the Sixers take them down. Despite the late-game heroics from Tyrese Halliburton, Joel puts the squad on his back and gets it done. The Sixers are now 30-19 and on the season. And to just put that into context right now, a tweet from me last night. By the way, follow me on Twitter at RBPhillyTake. The Philadelphia 76ers are 30-19, and and they're currently sitting in the third seed in the Eastern Conference, 11 games above 500, while playing without $33 million of their salary cap this year. One of their big three contracts, not here the entire season, and yet the Sixers are a game and a half out of the first seed in the Eastern Conference. How about that? Here's my mood from last night to today. Honestly, just every single day, that I've just been sitting here honestly hoping for a trade to happen, but more so just trying to take in and and appreciate the greatness that we are watching of Joel Embiid. This was my favorite moment actually from last night. Um, Curry pass it off to Toby. It's a bucket and Joel look at him with the fist pump. I mean, this is just, that is what I call a leader by definition, man. Like Joel Embiid, you can just tell like he embodies, he represents everything about Philadelphia, and right now this guy is on an all-world level, um, and he's also excited and, and he's happy for his team. He loves to see us do well. The fans love it. He embrace, I honestly hope this guy never leaves. Um, and Joel Embiid, man, he's just he's just feeling himself right now. I absolutely love it. Also, Joel Embiid has now etched himself uh, into second place or tied for second for the NBA uh, lead, league lead in scoring, 29.1 points a game, tied with LeBron, just sneaking up right behind Kevin Durant. Actually, since Kevin Durant is injured, uh, if Embiid is to put up a certain amount, I think it's 32 or 34 on Monday against the Grizzlies, Joel Embiid will take the lead uh, here in the NBA. And last night, Joel Embiid absolutely balled out, man. You know, I- I'm sitting here reflecting on yesterday and – just the fact of the matter, obviously we were live shot at everybody who came along and, and we're watching that heck of a game back and forth, but Joel Embiid started off one for five in this game. It looked for the first time in a long time like this was one of them games where Joel Embiid just did not have it. It finally looked like a game and that's normal. You know, he is human where he just did not have it at all. And I will give credit to the Kings, the way they were playing him. I saw a lot of double teams, not just on him, but honestly scattered around the floor like They were doing a good job showing them different looks, bringing pressures. It was some of the best defense I saw against Joel Embiid. But, you know, even though he starts 1-5 in in the first half and he's struggling, and (laughs) he's got single-digit points, he ends the game with 36 points. 10 for 18 from the field, 14 for 18 from the line, 12 rebounds, 6 assists. Joel Embiid is just on a different 
planet, universe, doesn't even matter. He's in a different galaxy. You know, it's crazy where it's gotten to a point where I expect 35 points from Joel Embiid. Like, this is the craziest thing I've seen in my entire lifetime this far. Joel Embiid is just, he's unreal, man. And I just, I have to mention it every single time because it's unreal. To even put that into context more, Joel Embiid has now scored 25 points or more in 17 straight games, the longest streak by a seven-footer since Kareem in 1972. And I thought this was also a great point. One more on Joel Embiid. Uh, from Sixers uh, reporter and writer Kyle Newbeck, Joel Embiid is figuring out how to pace himself and flip the halftime switch. Um, I've noticed that as well. You know, even if Joel is struggling in the first half, uh, he comes down at halftime and he usually makes adjustments. He kind of goes through what he needs to do in the second half. And, you know, he can just turn it on like that, even defensively as well. And he's been pretty solid defensively again. But, you know, he just demands the ball in the third quarter. Like, he just comes in. You feel his presence, and it's like, all right, the game, the momentum is flipped, and Joel is ready to go off, and he just attacks, and he can do it at all three levels, anywhere on the floor. It's been sensational, man. Um, the Sixers get it done. I thought Tobias played well. Again, 16 points on 12 shot attempts. Again, I thought Tobias Harris for the third game in a row didn't try to overexert himself, didn't try to do too much. We're seeing resemblance of last year, Tobias, you know, and obviously it would be nice to have someone else on this team to kind of take the pressure off. But Tobias Harris, I think, is understanding more what he needs to do, taking a bit of a backseat role, but he's being efficient and he's not taking terrible shot attempts. I thought his decision-making was great, and I hope that Tobias uh, continues the role. I think he'll be here past the deadline. Um, would I be open to moving Tobias? Yeah, but I do think he can play a role, and I don't see it very likely that 2-5 and Tobias go. I think Tobias is going to be here with the squad and we're going to have to make something happen in terms of 2-5, which brings me to my next point, because the Sacramento Kings, uh, you know, have been losing games by substantial amounts, and they probably would have last night as well, even though Harrison Barnes was off to a hot start, right? A couple guys were providing a spark early. Davion Mitchell, I really like his game. But if it wasn't for Tyrese Halliburton, man, I mean, this kid was unbelievable last night. All love and respect. Look at this picture, man. Look at Joel Embiid and Tyrese Halliburton. Hugging it out. The kid looks happy. I mean, if I've ever seen a, I guess, I don't know, <laughs> like an audition for, you know, Daryl Morey, here's what I can bring to your squad. It was last night. Halliburton averages like 14 a game. Um, you know, he has this last night was his career high. He had 38 points in 40 minutes, and we're watching it going down the stretch. And Tyrese Halliburton hit big shot after big shot, hits another big shot, and then you know, five-point game with like 23 seconds ago, and Halliburton fades from the corner. And, and keep in mind, he has a bad, bad jump shot, yet he still can make it. Can you imagine when the mechanics get fixed? And, and just pair that with his mindset. I think they said in college he was a 4.0 student. I remember being very high on this kid out of the draft. He has the star written all over his forehead, man. And he's got the mindset, the dog mentality. He continues to drive um, and, and go downhill, and he just attacks, man. But that shot from the corner over the backboard, that took, that was unreal. And he's 21 years old. Um, it's really hard to imagine his ceiling in the NBA, what he can become. And I like him because he also has the size, the length, the athleticism, and his lateral quickness is off the charts, man. And I, I just think just watching him move down the floor on both sides, like Halliburton's going to be a really good player in this league. Um and, and, man, he had an unreal game last night. 38 points. Really was backpacking that team. Um, 
And it just made me think about the whole rumors going on and, and the Kings shutting us out. Maybe they never, you know, did have Halliburton on the table, but I, I could see it. I don't know what the Kings are going to do. They have a lot of talent, but as you can see, they just find ways to lose games. And, uh, you know, whether it's De'Aaron Fox, who's been out for a couple games, or Halliburton, you know, Heald was off last night. He went 0 for 7 from 3. I mean, that was bad. Um, Barnes started off hot, but like I said last night, you know, he is a streaky player back and forth. Halliburton is the piece that would have to move the needle. And I've been someone who, you know, I I, I said I wouldn't like a one-on-one trade with the Kings. I don't think it makes us much better in terms of winning now, even though I think, you know, we would be contenders. But I, I think a three-team deal is still the best option. I think Daryl Morey really needs to reconsider, call them back up, and uh, get something worked out, man, because Tyrese Halliburton was unreal. Imagine the impact, even if he came in and played the one and you shift Tyrese Maxey to the two, or, or even move Maxey to the bench for now, or move Curry to the bench, you have a lot more options. I still think the Sixers need to make this trade, and that's really my whole ideology here, as I will stay consistent with. Like, you can't waste this level of Joel Embiid with the way he's playing and, and the way this Sixers team is moving right now. I mean, through all the adversity, and I know we've been playing bad teams, I get it, people will continue to say that, and that's very true. And I don't think a trade makes us a favorite by any means, but I do think that the Sixers team is not as far off, per se, as everybody thinks they are. I think if you bring a quality starter in here and some role player help or some bench depth, I think the Sixers at least have a shot, right? I think we could go toe-to-toe in some of these series with these teams. Look at this, man, the Eastern Conference standings right now. With last night, like I said, the Sixers tied now for the third seed. They're one and a half games out of the top spot. I get it. Teams are hurt. Teams are injured. Maybe this isn't a clear picture, kind of like last year, how we were the one seed. I get it. All I'm saying is that it so far with what I'm seeing now, and again, I know we're playing bad teams, but what I'm seeing from the Sixers team, honestly, is that they play down to competition and they play up. And I'm seeing guys fight down the stretch late in games. It seems like we can turn it on, per se, in the third or fourth quarter. This team is at least showing a little bit of maturity there, right? They're showing they can at least learn how to win games. Um, but hopefully we get some more better teams up in the upcoming schedule like we have against the Grizzlies tomorrow, right? More benchmarks we can kind of assess this team because they do seem to get up and have a different energy level. And last night, once we kicked it into gear after, a once again, a sloppy first half, it just seemed like everybody was engaged. But, man, Daryl Morey, you got to make a trade, man. You got to make this happen. If you guys are counting, like me, 11 days now until the NBA trade deadline, I think the Sixers have to do something I just watch Joel every night, and I'm just astonished. And I, you know, maybe he does have three, four more good years like this. Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? You can't waste this. And and the last thing I'll say is, imagine a player sitting at home the entire season who doesn't want to play right now with the greatness of Joel Embiid, who doesn't even want to show his face and come up with a squad who's playing as hard as they can, man. Imagine that type of player. Like, how selfish do you have to be? That tells me all I need to know. That tells me all I need to know about that, man. Um, Joel is on a relentless tear, just keeps on going. Even when it looks like he's going to struggle, he shows up and shows out. The Sixers get another dub, 30-19, and 19, and we just got to keep rolling. The next 11 days are going to be interesting. We will cover it all. Appreciate everybody tuning in. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Give me all your thoughts down below in the comments section. You guys have a great one, and I will catch you on the next one. Peace. Perfect. Perfect. Perfect.